Welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you as we get closer to the start of Eagles training camp at the Novacare Complex. First practice, July 26th. We've gone position by position for the last couple of weeks and we'll continue here with a look at the Eagles wide receiver position. You know, one year ago, the Eagles facing a lot of questions at that position. Nelson Aguilar was coming off two disappointing seasons after being an Eagles first round draft pick. Philadelphia went out in free agency and signed Alshon Jeffrey, a one-year contract. Jeffrey coming to Philadelphia with a lot to prove. The Eagles also reaching out for some speed and adding Torrey Smith in free agency and in the draft using two picks to add Mac Hollins and Shelton Gibson. The question at this time a year ago, were all of those moves enough? To move the needle for the Eagles offense, well, we know the answer, a very affirmative yes. But here's a question I want to ask. Do you know which Eagle had the most receptions from the wide receiver position in 2017? The answer, not Jeffrey, not Smith, but Nelson Aguilar, who really responded after the Eagles moved him into the slot. And so we begin our look at the wide receivers from the inside out. Wentz looks, fires, complete at the 15, the 10, the 5, and in for the touchdown goes Nelson Aguilar. Wow. Nelson just outruns the defense. They catch him in man coverage. Nelson gives him a little stutter and just flat out runs away from him. Wentz takes the snap again. He looks. He steps up. Now he fires downfield. Caught. Aguilar. Three at the 10. Touchdown Eagles. Gives it off inside to Aguilar. Aguilar at the 15, the 10, the 5, down to the 3. What it a was great Aguilar play. coming underneath for the handoff. It's a great play call. Nelson Aguilar comes around, and he's got big Lane Johnson out there leading the way for him. Balls fired, and it is caught. Aguilar, touchdown. He went up. Oh, I love that. What a great job, Nelson Aguilar, going up over the defender and taking the football. That's not making a catch. That's taking the football. Oh, what a catch by Aguilar. I don't mind saying I told you so. Well, you did. I just like the skills of this guy and just knew at some point he had to come around because I was able to witness it too many times, and now he's playing the type of football that we all hoped and expected Nelson Aguilar to play. Aguilar is back after catching 62 passes for 768 yards and eight big touchdowns for the Eagles. Outstanding player from the slot with his elusiveness, his sure hands, his route running ability. And once he gets the football in his hands, Aguilar is as explosive as any receiver the Eagles have had in a long, long time. Aguilar's big game in the Super Bowl pushes him into 2018, feeling optimistic about his chances for another big season in this Eagles offense. OTAs are grinding. That's the most important thing right now. How do you let it not be a distraction? It can't be, you know? We've already won the big game last year, and now we're trying to focus to put ourselves in position to have an opportunity to do it again. Has it been a topic of a lot of conversation in the locker room? No, focusing on coming out here and practicing, competing, you know, going against each other, making each other better. Grinding, trying to find ways to get open in the red zone, and uh, DBs trying to get stops. Jeffrey returns with a long-term contract after catching 57 passes last year and scoring a team-high nine touchdowns. Jeffrey, playing much of the year with a shoulder injury that required surgery in the offseason, has not participated on the field, but really shouldn't have any difficulties getting his timing back, his chemistry back with quarterbacks Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, whoever 
take the snaps on opening night against the Atlanta Falcons. So the Eagles have Aguilar and Jeffrey, and then they went into free agency and added Mike Wallace, a veteran in the NFL who can still go down the field with the best of them. Wallace excited to be in Philadelphia. We had a chance to speak one-on-one during the team's OTA period. Wallace glad to be an Eagle and says the playbook is coming along just fine. Mike Wallace, welcome to Philadelphia. What is it like to change teams? What kind of emotions do you go through? Honestly, for me, it's just about moving to a different city, you know, the culture. And the locker room is the biggest thing, just being on a team with some good guys. That's just the biggest thing, because that's the most people you're going to be around is your teammates. So as long as I have some good, hardworking teammates, it'll be fine. How do you kind of work your way into a locker room? you stay quiet for a while? Do you try to be yourself? Honestly, I've been on five teams now. So going in, you kind of want to be quiet, but that's just kind of not my personality. So maybe for like the first couple hours, but once the guys start getting riled up, I probably will get right in with them. What is your personality? On the field and off the field? I'm live. Yeah. All the time. That's on, what I hear. Off, don't matter. We turned up all the time. So that's just how I am. But I'm pretty chill, honestly. I'm like a chill, but when I get hype, I get hype. There's no turning me off at that time. Is your personality, do you think, a reason and that competitiveness a reason why you've made it and had such a long, great career? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I wasn't a, a top pick in the draft, so, you know, I was already fighting against the odds and just had the determination and knew what I wanted to do for my family. So, and get them in a much better situation. So, honestly, I think that was my main drive. And, you know, like you said, the competitiveness. I played with some great players throughout my career. So, in order to keep afloat, I had to work hard and be real competitive. What makes it a good transition for you? Just these guys in this locker room. It's been nothing but love since I've been here day one. And I'm talking from your best players to the last guy on the roster. Everybody's come up, greeted me, talked to everybody. You know, uh, Fletch see me. Obviously, both went to school in Mississippi. But, you know, just everybody, man. It's been great. Just uh, JP, the first day he saw me, he came right up to me. So, it's just been great. Just been embracing everybody. But I can understand why they're a good team. I can understand why they did what they did last year. just because the way guys handle themselves. And everybody seems to be one. You know, the first day, Nelly told me it's going to be a lot of celebrations. We all for one. One for all. You know, everybody's just going to celebrate for each other, be happy for each other. I'm all for that. I want to win. You've gone from one locker room to another in the past. Has it always been a smooth transition for you? You know, you're a very gregarious guy, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, like, open guy. You know, I, I'm always, you know, excited for to meet my new teammates. And, you know, just here, it's just been embracing him. For the most part, it's always been like that for me. But it's something different here, man. It's been special so far. You know, just, just to come from a, a team who's, who's won those many games and did win a Super Bowl last year. And for him to just come in and embrace me with open arms is special. And I, like I said, I can see why they win. Why Philadelphia? Why not? <laughs> it's a good day. Listen, why, I agree with you. The team's got it all. Yeah, they, they loaded, man. They have a loaded team. You know, at this point in my career, you know, I made a lot of money. So that wasn't the most important thing to me. I wanted to give myself a good chance of competing for a championship, man. I like what they have going on here. So they had a role they need to be filled, and hopefully I can do that. And I know you're not just making that lineup because you're here now. I read that from the end of the season when you said the exact same thing, that I am not going to work for pennies, but I want to be in a really great situation where I have a chance to win. Yes, man. You know, you're going to go out, and I know what I do. I know I'm going to make plays. That's what I do. So you definitely don't want to go out for free, but at the same time, I took like three, $4 million less so I could come here. Is that right? Yeah, I wanted a chance to win. So it is what it is. Mike, what kind of receiver are the Eagles getting? Competitor, hardworking guy, energetic guy. 
and going to drop some bombs. Is the way the Eagles do things just day-to-day a lot different than things you've experienced in the past? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You can tell, you know, they're up to date. They have a lot of new stuff, like just machines and the way after practice, just the tennis ball machines and things like that. It's crazy. You can tell they're ahead of the game. They're a step ahead of a lot of people. How do you think you've picked up the mental part of it? It's been good. You know, I just hear his real, you know, technique sound from the splits to plays and everything. I've picked up the play pretty well, but, you know, I just got to make sure I'm in all the right splits every single time. And I'm close, but, you know, that one step could be the difference. Too wide, too close in. Just like that, you just got to try to be perfect. And I'm just trying to do my part. Do you feel, Mike, uh, last question, that you made the right decision? Oh, yeah, most definitely. No doubt in my mind. I, I feel comfortable coming in here as comfortable as I can be. Like I said, it's going to always be a little weird when you first get to a new spot. But the meetings and the weight rooms, things like that been just normal. You know, it's just the feel part when you just a little, you know, antsy, a little nervous for the first day. Now, a player the Eagles expect to make a big push in his second year is Hollins, a fourth-year draft pick from North Carolina last year. 16 catches, 226 yards, and a touchdown as a rookie. Played a lot on special teams. And what a difference a year makes for Hollins, who does think that year number two will earn him some playing time and a much larger role in the Eagles' offense. Mac, year two, you notice a big difference? Not really. I mean, mentally is probably the biggest thing. I know the playbook much better and more comfortable on the field. So I'd say mentally is the biggest difference between this year and rookie year. And that mental part has allowed you to play faster, I assume? Oh, yeah, faster, more under control, calmer. You know, you have a sense of of knowledge of, hey, I know what I'm doing here. Let me read the defense. Let me see what they're doing. Let me see what inch I can earn back from knowing the playbook. How did you celebrate the Super Bowl? When did you get back into it from a training and just getting your mind ready for football standpoint? Uh, probably like a week and a half, two weeks after the parade, I got back into it. So not too long. The season was long, but you got to get right back into it. The longer you, you're off, the longer it takes to get back on. It would seem watching practice, very competitive situation at wide receiver. You see it that way also? Oh, yeah. That's what I love is that we brought in a bunch of guys that compete for the spot. That's the only way you get better. If you're not competing, then you just, you know, you kind of lose your edge and you become lost in the in the midst of everything. Mike Grow as offensive coordinator, do you notice any sort of personality that he has that may be different than Frank in terms of X's and O's? Not too much different, but I think the biggest thing is that we already had a relationship. You know, myself and Frank, we had a relationship that grew, but not as quickly as obviously Coach Grow because I was in his room and he was a receivers coach, so we kind of know each other's quirks and stuff like that, so we really enjoy having him. I mean, the receivers love having him there because we have that relationship and can joke with him and but also know what he needs when he needs to be serious and needs things done. When you look back at it, last year at this time, how much did you really know on the field? I mean, you literally are told in the morning and then go out and do it in the afternoon kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, basically, you go home every night and you're studying, basically, and not being able to get as much sleep as you want, but that's how the game goes. When you're new at something, you got to pick it up faster than somebody who's been there. You feel good about the way you played? Yeah, I always get better, though. You know, I always progress, always become a better player, I always find something that I didn't do well that I can do better at. Thanks, Mac. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm linebacker Jordan Hicks of the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's intercepted! It's picked off by Hicks! And you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Well, that guy is talented, Jordan Hicks. There's some great competition for the Eagles beyond those four. Gibson is back and really looks a lot better than he did as a rookie, catching the ball more consistently in the spring. So a big summer ahead for the fifth-round draft pick from West Virginia. Eagles also making some moves, adding some depth, some interesting players on this roster with some NFL experience at the wide receiver position. So you wonder how it will all play out for Philadelphia as they get down to 53 players, 
Then the other big change for the Eagles at wide receiver involves the coaching department. Mike Groh moved from wide receivers coach to offensive coordinator, and the Eagles brought in two coaches to coach wide receivers. Gunter Brewer, formerly of North Carolina, coached Hollins there. He is the wide receivers coach, and he is going to have some help this year, assisted in the coaching department by Carson Walsh. As for Brewer, what does he expect from his wide receivers? We had a chance to talk to him during an assistant coach's media day, getting an opportunity to meet Gunter Brewer. I was just sitting in the office one day. I just sent Mike a text, congratulations, let the rest of them kind of go. It was at the end of recruiting for us uh, later in the process, and he just sent me a message back, hey, can you talk? And I said, sure. So, you know, saying that he was going to possibly have the opportunity to move in a different position, and would I be interested in talking with he and the staff about, uh, you know, the position that was there. And one thing kind of rolled into another, and coach had me up, flew up, and a bunch of people came and didn't even know that was actually taking place at that time. So, because that move I guess it happened so late with coach going to the Colts and you know when that all happened so. Hunter how would you describe the level of competition in your room? Right now it's very good because uh, we've got Sheldon Gibson you've got you know Nelson's having a great great offseason you've got some guys behind him that are really getting after it so I think right now we've got a couple guys that are injured which allows some of the younger guys to get up there Mac to play a couple different positions Sheldon to get in there a little bit more and a couple other younger guys that are having a chance to be looked at. How's Mac coming along since you saw him so many years ago in college? Oh, he's gone light years since he's left college. Just the way he approaches the game is great and studying and taking notes and the things that you talk about to actually see him do it as this is your job now. Where in college it's a completely different deal. You're on scholarship and the level of people there aren't quite as high. So who he's having to compete against is a little bit different. But obviously Coach Groh's done a fabulous job of taking this group and molding them to what they are today. Gunter, how do you establish yourself in this NFL room? How do you establish yourself with the guys? What's your tact to doing that? Well, it's rapport. I think it's building relationships and in the offseason you've got more of an opportunity to do that. Whether it's in the locker room room or off the field as much and just how you develop your message in a meeting room and then on the practice field how that's delivered I mean players want to know that you care and they want to know what you're doing and that's all a part of having a guy like Mike around you know and Carson he and I have the opportunity to uh, absorb what he's done with them so having him here is a big advantage too and that will do it for our look at the Eagles wide receiver position as we go position by position in this Eagles Live podcast leading up to training camp 2018. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting it all together. Thanks to you for joining in each and every week. Next up, we take a look at the Eagles defensive line. A much different look for the Eagles up front defensively. What does it all mean? We'll talk about it next week. Thanks everyone for joining. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly Eagles fly. E-A-T!